on the Crosstalk on WIZM. I'm Mike Hayes in the studio with me this morning is uh, the not retiring but leaving. And uh, and you're old enough to be retired if you want to. You're just not. Yeah, you're no. Not, you're not retiring from fire department. You're going to uh, someplace, Arizona, somewhere in Arizona? Yeah, I'm going Got down it. to the uh, city of Avondale, Arizona. Avondale. It's right outside of Phoenix in the valley. A little larger than La Crosse? Just a little bit, yeah. yeah. About ninety thousand population, and it's it's a it's a first ring suburb of Phoenix, so it's got you know much larger metro feel to it. And back way back when you were making uh, these announcements that you'll be leaving, uh, I heard that uh, you had sent out some resumes earlier in the year, kind of on a whim. You just you know, and I get it. You work in a position for a long enough period of time and wonder, boy, I wonder if I'm effective. I wonder if I can if I'm doing my job the best that I can, I wonder what else is out there that might benefit from my skill set. So you sent out, what, half a dozen? How many resumes did you? Yeah, probably six or seven. Yeah. And yeah, I think you, you know, you want to bring passion and energy to the leadership position. And, um, you know, coming out of 2020 and 2021, it it was a tumultuous couple of years. And I I think everybody's still recovering from that and things are resetting. And uh, last fall, it just seemed like I, I had multiple, like, not battles, but there was just, it was kind of like just sure. bad news every day. And you, you start to get to the mud and, and just feel like you're getting slowed down. And um, I, I didn't want to lose energy for the organization and certainly for my career. Um, tail, tail end of my career, I'm, I'm hoping to get a nice, like, pool attendant or cabana boy job or something. Sure, somewhere. yeah, yeah. But, <laughs> well, just, but uh, yeah, yeah, yeah I but I got that. a few years working left. And uh, lacrosse, we've got so many great projects going on. And it was just at a point where I, I threw out a few long shots that would stretch me. Yeah. And, uh, you know, um, couple of the long shots came through i got a couple different offers and uh oh you did okay. yeah and avondale uh you know avondale came out on top of that that list for me um it, it's outside of my comfort level it's on the other side of the country i don't have the network of resources i had in the Midwest. so you don't have family in Arizona. i got a brother-in-law that lives close by okay. so a little bit of family down there but um okay. it's uh yeah it's just uh it's a new adventure but you didn't pick avondale because your uh, sister and brother-in-law lived down no there. no no Right, right. Add a bonus, so we'll be able neighbor. to see them. You get some, yeah, so. some family down there. Yeah. And was it a warm place? You didn't, did you apply to, I don't know, North Dakota to Duluth? Or was your wife saying, hey, if we're moving someplace, buddy, let's move someplace warm. Sandal weather all the time. That dialogue occurred, you know, she, uh, oh, sure. the chief procurement officer and I talked a lot about it. And uh, we, we've lived in the Midwest. We raised our family here. And, and uh, you know, she's a, she's from the Twin Cities and uh, she's a, she's a Midwest girl. But we're like, uh, as we we're selecting places for me to look at, yeah, we were looking at uh, more temperate states and just. Uh, and did your kids weigh in on that too? You know, Dad, if you take that job in Arizona, we can come visit. No, they're all they're already days. gone, man. They. Well, uh, I understand that, but now they yeah. have some place to go. My parents told They've me they've moved south already. They're like in South Carolina. Oh, they Florida. are. Okay. Yeah, well, now they have another fun yeah, place to come. We're visit. empty nesters, so that was another yeah. piece of it. It's like just. Uh, We've uh we've been living downtown the last couple of years here and we're having a great time. Uh, we you know we got married very young and and had kids and uh, now it's kind of our time. So we're having a so you'll be traveling to visit them, not the other way around. Yeah, I can remember way at the very very beginning of my uh, radio career. I grew up in Detroit, which is not when it was the fifth largest. I don't know how oh, yeah. it is now. Fifth la- you don't generally graduate from school and get a job at the fifth largest market in no. the country. So the first thing I did was move, and my parents were. Very unhappy to think that I lived way over there until they realized, hey, he lives in the mountains in New Hampshire. That's really pretty. We'll, you know, so then the deal was 
you can move wherever you want to move, honey, but make sure it's someplace we want to come and visit. Yeah. So I, I don't know if Arizona's the end, I'll say. All it really depends on how I do there. You know, they're they're um, they're certainly on the front end rolling out the red carpet for me and excited to get me down there. I'm excited to start something new. Sure. Um, and, you know, if that area works out great, if not, it's a, it's a big world. We, we travel a lot and. You know, I don't know where the end of it's going to go, but just kind of day by day and for the next few years. I'll Did, what was the Avondale, the cherry? You said you'd gotten a couple of offers, but uh, Avondale floats to the top with what was the straw? What was the one I, thing? Because I, I know you're doing pro and con. Yeah, I think it's the opportunity. Certainly, um, you know, it was, it was a great package they offered me, and um, it, it's an interesting organization that's had some uh, recent turmoil, and it's an opportunity for me to step in and, sure. and kind of um, pr- provide uh, – you know, obviously they're going outside for a reason too, and I'll step in yeah. and provide some new perspective and some new leadership capacity to them. And I think just that uh, it's like you don't know what you know until you get there. So right, right. Um, and stepping outside sometimes, you're right. That's new, new thinking, new blood, new direction. Not a completely new direction, but yeah. you know where they're going and what kind of challenges they have. It'll get some of my uh, my passion and uh, creative thinking going again, and just uh, new new challenges. You That's know, it's, a, it's the same game, but it's a different sure. group of people. And there's a new guy in town. We got to break him in, you guys. So when he gets here, let's let's show him the good stuff, and then let him find the bad stuff all by himself. Yeah. All right, that works. Ken Gilliam. Today's his last day as fire chief in Lacrosse. Lacrosse Talk on WIZM. I'm Mike Hayes, and my guest in the studio this morning is the not-retiring-but-leaving lacrosse fire chief, Ken Gilliam. I, and I made that mistake of saying the retiring Ken Gilliam earlier. He's not retiring. He's just he's leaving lacrosse for, uh, I don't know, is it greener pastures? There's no grass or, there. The grass is not I was just going to say stonier pastures. They got some AstroTurf. But Do they? Yeah, they use AstroTurf? Yeah. Most of the yards down there, I have a friend who used to live in Arizona. No grass, Hayes. It's gr- it's gravel. Yeah, and I'm not buying the cactus. dry heat thing this summer. It's going to be no, no, hot. never do that. Yeah, I my, my uh, eldest son used to live in Las Vegas. The, Same that's deal. The, uh, it's hot. Yeah, and he would post on Facebook every now and then. He, he worked for uh, University of uh, Nevada, Las Vegas, and said, "I'm I'm a teacher down here, and they got air conditioning running all the time." And I'll tell you what, any of you that look forward to going to Las Vegas for a sunny, warm vacation because it's dry heat. That's baloney. Yeah. 104 is 104. It's really hot. Once I get the gig figured out, I, the nice thing about working for a 24-7 operation is I'm hoping to maybe work nocturnally when the sun's down. There you I'll go. sleep during the day. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you do all your paperwork when it's cooler. Yeah, that, I'll figure, I'll figure out a good ebb and flow with it. How much different? Let me see. Do I, I got a couple of minutes here, yeah. And then I got to take another quick one. Uh, uh, how much of the job is just more paperwork? I mean, you're the chief, so you don't get to go out on fires and, and yeah we're I, I still respond to bigger events and I, it's more i show up to support our command staff yeah. uh, our battalion chiefs and you know just kind of observe operations from a safety perspective when was the, what was the last fire that you went to to observe you know um, just be probably about a week or two ago oh yeah. really that's yeah, that yeah. reason that we, we get reason. a work in structure fire uh, ah. usually uh, all of our all of our uh, chiefs that are on 40 hour weeks we get notified on our phones right away that something's going on and uh, we, we usually like to get an extra chief or two there just in case things start to expand and we can right. expand the command capacity. Um, Somebody's got to be there to make Yeah, most of the time they don't need us, so you end up, you know, I shake a few hands and I, I uh, you know, you just keep eyes open and, and help out. So, um, but every once in a while you get a big fire where they start plugging us yeah. in and they that, that backup. That That's not bothersome to the other chiefs that are on the grounds and, in fact, engaged in fighting that fire. No, oh, we're... God. 
Gilliam's here. Watch out. He's going to start pushing us around. You'd have to ask them that. Decision. I, yeah, it's, uh, you know, I, I've told him if I show up, if you guys need a, a Happy Meal or a cup of coffee, let me know. I'll go do it. If yeah, you need sure, to plug run. me in a safety officer, I've, yeah. I've got 30 years of training. I can still yeah. plug in and play. Yeah, yeah, that's um, great. So they've used me maybe once a year. The, the rest of the time I show up, I think the the other thing with alerting us is there's always that capacity for a second incident. So if one house fire comes uh-huh. in, we got a lot of people tied up. It's when that second bigger incident comes in sure. that, that now you've got more people in play that are somewhere in the city gotta and ready, go someplace to, ready else, to pick right. up the next emergency. Right. Well, that's helpful. Yeah. That's super helpful. And what is it about the, uh, the new challenge in uh, Arizona that you're most looking forward to not having been there in, uh, I, an, in an employed capacity yet? I think the fire chief job will be the same. Uh, some of the things I'm looking forward to is uh, some of the voodoo magic I talk about here about automatic mutual aid and, and GPS location. That, that entire Maricopa County, uh, back in like the mid-90s, Phoenix let out, and they all work off of a shared dispatch with shared procedures. Uh-huh. And, uh, the, you know, the closest rigs go to the scene of emergency, so you could have three or four different cities fighting you know, a fire in Phoenix. And, uh, and, and just seeing how that has expanded over the last couple decades, it's, it's, you know, from my vantage point, it's pretty exciting to see that, how that all works. Um, and I think it's certainly an opportunity here a lot of the stuff I've been driving with, like, if, if you think you're going to get there and the house is on fire, why not just get a couple of the neighbors invited right away to make sure we've got that depth of bench in case it's something worse than sure, we think it is. Sure, sure. That's reasonable. All right. Well, that and that's good to know. I appreciate that because now uh, people that are listening this morning have a little more uh, knowledge in the back of their mind on how the fire department engages. On the crosstalk on WIZM, Ken Gilliam, who is uh, leaving today, last day on the job as the lacrosse fire chief moving to Arizona. We'll be sorry to see you go. A couple of things that were still very important to you and are still on the table uh, here. I know that they're unresolved, and those are issues that uh, you wish you were able to put to bed. The uh, mutual aid with Holman, that's still going pretty well. Oh, yeah, that one's going really well. Um, So, yeah, back in July of last year, I was sworn in as their chief. We signed a a 12-month MOU. Obviously, that's coming up uh, due here in a couple months. Um, but we've we've definitely made some headway up there, uh, gotten them onto a full-time 24-7 staffing model. And it's really been a work of educating the board and the, and the three communities uh, of what's going on nationally with staffing and, and kind of what our, our national fire service consensus standards are for how many people does it take for a medical or, or a fire emergency. Um, so it, it's going really well. I know um, the communities are going out for referendum probably later this fall to uh, to fund some more, you know, firefighters, get some sure. boots on the ground up there. And uh, and then set up really something that's collaborative with lacrosse where it's it's mutual, you know, making right. sure well, we're not supplementing one community <clears throat> from another and then making sure that, you know, all the communities have a balanced level of protection. Sure. And that that's a concern from uh, lacrosse residents thinking, hey, I don't want my fire truck going up to Holman. What happens if I have a fire? Yeah. So you're not shorting one community to serve another or vice versa. Right. And I think, you know, where the, where the clear cost savings are, there's there's duplication of equipment. Also, you know, not having two fire chiefs, having one fire chief, you start to save some money on the right. top end and with the support. But you still get to have your own identity. Yeah. It's still the Holman Community Fire Department. Yeah, and I think if, you know, I've, I've kind of half-joked, but if we called it Cooley Region Fire Rescue, I wonder if more of the neighbors would come to the table and talk. If I you wonder. Just, if you took the stickers off the trucks and really came up with a more collaborative name. Yeah, Cooley Region Because fire. people want ownership of their fire department. I love that. I bank on that. You know, it's it's what makes sure. the fire chief's job uh, easy is when the community, uh, you know, supports its fire department. So we're, we're working through that on how to keep ownership, how to, um, you know, certainly make sure they've got a seat at the table on, on problems that arise and, and that they're being heard. 
and I think we'll get there. And then it's really just a, a matter of finding a matrix on like uh, some some cost formula based on equalized assessed values of home values. And Do you still have some unresolved uh, solutions to uh, um, the uh, uh, ambulance? Yeah. So no. So I think I think the home and fire department, lacrosse fire department. I think I truly think that that merger or consolidation will happen in due it's time. Work. Yeah. On, on the EMS side, uh, one of my shortfalls I think is uh, we we're still working on our MOU. Uh, you know that, that it's been a, a twenty year long dialogue, and but we got our paramedics on the fire department working. Uh, we're working in partnership with Gunderson Tri State, and uh, you know we're still talking. Um, I would like to see it move faster, and it's that same type of concept as mutual aid. The the ambulance transport service has X amount of ambulances on on any given day. Sure. When when it's four or six ambulances, when when you have six emergencies and they're all out, what happens when the seventh call comes in? So we're always looking for that that far end of the spectrum of what are our backup plans? Sure. If, if there was a mass casualty incident, if there was some large scale thing, is there a way that Lacrosse Fire Department could step in with our paramedics on duty and rapidly get a couple of extra transport units in into play? And and I think um, I think everybody on both sides understands that it's just legally how do you get there and you know making sure we're it's that it's that collaborative thing but it's also that ownership thing. So the next chief that comes to Lacrosse will be uh, telling his uh, radio friends in whatever community he comes from. Yeah, I'm looking forward to one of the challenges will be to get this yeah. uh, this uh, ambulance mutual aid thing worked out. I'm really looking forward to that. Yeah, it's better than when I got here. When I got here, you know, I think we were still on on the tail end of uh, what was a really rough. Um, argument years prior and uh, our paramedics weren't allowed to even be recognized as medics so we're working we're actually yeah. staff we're helping tri-state with some staffing shortages where our medics go over and work on their rigs um so we we've made a tremendous amount of headway um and sometimes you know it doesn't go as fast as you want but i think we've got it pointed in the right direction and i'm, I'm optimistic a few more years down the road it's just going to be you know that much stronger that's cool yeah. sorry to see you go no it's uh it's bittersweet man it, yeah. it's been a great run here and uh well stay in touch yeah you know, even if your kids don't want to come to Arizona and visit you, I do. Yeah, I got okay. uh, I don't know one of the kids is sticking around town for a while. He's got a girlfriend here, and he's gonna he's gonna hang around the lacrosse area. So we'll uh, we'll be passing through. I, I'm hoping to get back for a ribbon cutting ceremony or two next year. Uh, I got a lot of sweat equity into these fire deal. stations, and um, you know we've got a lot of good friends here. So I don't Look think it'll be the last you see of me. Thank you very much for being my friend. I appreciate it, and Mike. being Thanks. so accessible. It's I, I don't recall ever. There's a few people, you and Steve O'Malley at the county, and uh, a number of people, Jeff. A wolf at the sheriff's department. I just call them and they come on. There's never a question, uh, and I really appreciate that accessibility. That that's the gig, you know. It's advocating for my people, making sure our firefighters are safe, and really, uh, you know, I take an oath to protect public safety. So it's it's all about. Protecting I can't imagine that anybody that's listening right now is not happy with the kind of coverage we have. Thank you very much. Thanks, Mike. Enjoy Arizona. You dirty rot. <laughs> Still going to be. I'll a send pack. you a postcard yeah, next yeah. February. I want to yeah. see you dressed in uh, in Arizona in your Packer uniform. That's what I really want to see. All right, we'll be right back.